Hey, I'm Cat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy, anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music, mortisviventi.com. H.J. Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. NightTerrorPub.com. Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com. This is Emily Whitehurst from Survival Guide. You may remember me as Agent M from the band Tsunami Bomb. And you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Hey, I'm Cat Chaos. And I'm Hazy. This is episode 32 of Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Hey, (laughs) super stoked for this interview. It's actually a really big deal for me. She paved the way for me when it comes to music and wanting to be in a band or just play in general. Today we have Emily Whitehurst of Survival Guide, formerly known as Agent M of Tsunami Bomb. (laughs) How are you? What a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a studio. They're just, they're too crazy sometimes. So we have to tell them to simmer down a lot, you know? They're super excited you're here today. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, virtually. (laughs) Yes. Because you're in Texas, right? Yes, I am in Texas. Nice. How long have you been out there? Uh, Four years. How do you like it? I like it. Um, there are things in California, just north of San Francisco, and now I live in southern Texas. And the the, the temperature, like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I still haven't adjusted for sure. Uh-huh. Um, after living here for four years, it's really hot, um, especially compared to like north of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but. Um, I do really enjoy being in a different place because I had lived in California my whole life and, um, it, the people here are really awesome. And, uh, one thing I really like about it is just the, the, the overall like speed of everything. I feel like in California, everything's a lot more, um, stressed out, um, and here it's like, everyone's pretty relaxed, which is a nice change. Wow. I wouldn't expect that. I, I picture it being crazy too. No, yeah, it's not. I mean, I don't know if maybe it is if you were in Dallas or Houston, you know, maybe it's just San Antonio specifically, but mm. San Antonio is pretty chill in a good way. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're happy out there, but we can't wait for you to come back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So what's going on with you? What, what do you, I saw that you have a, a, another project, M and the 501s. Oh yeah. I just did a, um, so I recorded, I wrote a Christmas song, a, a country Christmas song oh. um, before I left California. And it's like in the style of Patsy Cline. Wow. Um, yeah, I just randomly, not randomly, I was asked to write a Christmas song to perform 
at one Christmas show. And, um, and I finally met some people here that were already in a country band together. And, uh, we recorded the song together and, uh, yeah, so we have the one song. song. (laughs) They're called, they're called the 501s and they have their own stuff. And, uh, so I just asked if like their band would be into, you know, doing M in the 501s. Dang, what an honor. I like that. <laughs> That's really cool. I actually heard it. It's really fun. Yeah, you can do it all. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, you and you did. Um, that several, range, though. Right? Your range is ridiculous. I remember that was the first thing I noticed about your range. I, I don't know. It's just different for, obviously, I discovered you with Tsunami Bomb. And I remember being, damn, I was young. I had to be no older than 13. It was my first time being at a concert. And I was, awesome. I was walking around and I heard your, your voice from afar and I'm like, whoa, that sounds really cool. I need to find who that is. And you know, when you run from stage to stage, like back in the day, <laughs> I, yeah, at I, Warped Tour, you're, you're saying Warped Tour, yeah. Yes. And I found you and I was like, oh, that's it. I need to be here. I need to meet her. I need to be her friend. <laughs> but I noticed your range was just so dope and it wasn't just screaming like, you know, like usual punk band singers were. Um, mm-hmm. it was just very melodic and very cool. I think what had me, I mean, aside from your voice, you're very talented. Um, but I think the show that you showed me recently, not recently, when we first started hanging out, Kat, mm-hmm. was, uh, when she was wearing the Smith's shirt. Oh, it was the, um, it was, was it in Pomona? Was the, it the glass house? The glass house. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. I love her. That's <laughs> she it. She loves the Smiths. So I think you got her with that. Yeah. I, it was, I was in the crowd for that one too. And I spotted myself, my little ass self in the crowd. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, several, awesome. several times. So funny. It takes me back. That's but, so um, cool. But, yeah, so I've been a huge supporter of yours since liter- you were literally my first um, female punk musician that I discovered. So That's right, awesome. Thank you a, so much. Of course. It's a really big deal right now. And I got uh, Liz into you guys. And everything you do is just super dope. Um then we saw Survival Guide for the first time, I think, mm-hmm. at Alex's bar. That's right, in Orange County yeah. or Anaheim. No, oh, awesome. Long yeah. Beach. Long Beach. Yeah, that was really cool. Just so different. I just feel like you can just do anything. You did a bunch of covers recently, too. Yeah, I released a covers album this summer um, that were all uh, requests from my patrons because I have a Patreon. And yeah. I let them, like, I let them, you know, uh, decide. Really? what song I should do yeah that is so cool I think you had um David Bowie on there Madonna just random mm-hmm. st- it was just it, but you did it's, it it is random it yeah. is super random <laughs> do you have a I actually have more I have I have a bunch more and yes. I'm hoping to release um release another another album's worth um at yes. least one album's worth <laughs> yes. the next one I think I think I'm not totally sure but I think the next one is going to be all punk rock because as you can imagine um i mean not not necessarily punk rock in style but like um a lot of people a lot of my patrons also know me from tsunami bomb too Mm -hmm. so the songs that they requested are like um from punk bands some of them so i'm kind of going to group those together like some afi some misfits and how fun and uh yeah yeah i'm excited about that one (laughs) Looking forward to that. Um, quick question, though. Out of all the covers you've done for your Patreons, which one would you say is your favorite? Oh, that's a really hard question. Um, Top three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I had a lot of fun doing... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, there's so many. I've done, <laughs> I've done like 30 of them now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they're just sitting there right now. They need to be like mixed. I need to mix them a little better and kind of shape them up a little bit. But um, uh, I would say one of my favorites for sure is um, I did a cover. Oh, you know what? This one might not come out because I did a cover of The Start, who also played that show Dude. at Alex's Bar. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, if someone requested Shakedown, oh my god! And I took that and I turned it into a disco song, like a full-on 
like seventies disco songs. So that mm. was super fun. And, <laughs> and I don't know. Well, I don't know if it'll see the light of day because, um, because for me to distribute um, cover songs, they have to be ones that are that are already out, that are like available, so that um, so that the artist can get paid. Because oh. like the, it's it's all like legal stuff, you know. Like I can't, it, I have to make sure to um, set it up so like all of the artists who wrote all these songs are the ones that are getting paid from my release, mm-hmm. and um, the the songs have to be like that, that record isn't out that record from the start. It's like, you can't find it on Spotify or, or anywhere except for like bootlegs on YouTube. Like that's where I had to go to get, I know I have a CD of it somewhere, but, um, can't you just hit them up and be like, Hey, can you release this real quick? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I might be able to, maybe I did send it to them. And they were stoked on it. <laughs> I, I remember um, when you guys played, well, when you played that with the start and Bella Novella. Remember that, Liz? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Right, yeah. they're our friends. We've, we've worked with them for events and stuff. And we saw that lineup and we were like, oh, my God, what the hell? Because the start hasn't <laughs> been around in a long time. And yeah, that was like a kind of a reunion show for them, I feel like. Or like a, at least, a, you know, like a special one-off type thing. It was gnarly. It was so good. Alex's bar is cool. That was really fun. Shout out to Alex's bar too. Yeah, that was a fun show. I remember yeah. it was be- like super packed. Mm-hmm. I can breathe. Yeah. Well, hopefully you can <laughs> manage to release that one. I would love to hear that. Disco, what? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I can always I can always send it to you. Yay. <laughs> I won't do anything with it. I'll just listen to it by myself. <laughs> <I'll read> okay. <laughs> That's so cool. So what else do you have planned? Do you have anything going on right now that you haven't that you want to promote any shows coming up yeah um i am well currently i'm not playing a lot of shows because i'm working on i've been working on writing my album nice um i'm i'm working on my second my second full length for survival guide and it's just been really hard uh but i am also doing i just started a few months ago i started a twitch channel and i've been doing I'm not sure when my next one is because I think I'm going to change my schedule, but I've been doing live performances of like, I've been learning. Uh, I have a few covers and I have songs from my own catalog, just from like all of my bands that I've been in um, that I have like sort of adapted to be able to play them by myself on, either on the piano or just with a bass guitar. Nice. So I'm kind of like singing acapella. I'm not much of an instrumentalist, um, but it's fun to get to sing some of these old songs again that I haven't done in forever. Wow. That sounds fun. You don't even need an instrument, dude. Like your range, (laughs) like we said, your range is just ridiculous. It's so good. Um, Well, uh, actually real quick, uh, you said you just started your Twitch. Is there a specific handle that we should be looking for? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's survival guide music. It's all one word. And what about Patreon? read my mind yeah i'm still yeah i'm still doing the patreon i've got um the main thing i've got going on there is i do a karaoke stream once a month and i also do a dj stream like where i do a vinyl um dj set from my vinyl collection once a month and we what else there's actually there's a lot there's a lot like you get exclusive stickers, exclusive pin based on depending on what tier you are. And, okay. You're such um, a boss. I yeah. Love that. What's your, what's your <laughs> handle for that? Uh, most everywhere it's survival guide without any vowels. So it's just uh, SR like Instagram and everything is SRVVLGD. Got it. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I, the search function on Patreon is not great. Okay. So I think you, I think if you just type in survival guide like normal in the search, I think it comes up that way. Okay, I'll find it and I'll, we'll put it in the bio for this episode. And anybody who wants oh, to that'd join, be awesome. they can just click it. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yeah, very that'd cool. Be cool. Very cool. Um, survival guide. When did you decide? Okay, let me just go solo and do whatever the fuck I want and use a megaphone and a keyboard. And everything that you use, it's just bubble machine, a bubble gun. Like it's just, yeah, it's just so different. But you make it work. When did you decide that you wanted to do that, and what inspired you? 
so it was kind of a natural transition out of the action design. Oh, um, nice. Because Jason, who was the guitar player of the action design, um, Jason and I um, just kind of felt like continuing with something that was more a little more open um, musically and instrumental wise, even though we, we pared down to, to a two person band Mm -hmm. um, because we opened it to electronic style stuff. um, We, we felt like we were able to do more. Um, And, and then uh, at one point he had a daughter and he wasn't able to continue doing survival guides. So, we just kind of like uh, parted ways in a friendly way, and uh, and now I do it myself. Okay, and that's it. <laughs> you know what? I did not know he was in it with you at first. Yeah, yeah, he was. He played guitar. So all every all the guitar that's on the record um, was him playing. Ah, well, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, that's another funny story. I remember years. Obviously, Tsunami Bomb broke up and. I was always having faith that they'd get back together, blah, blah, blah. And I remember years later, I went to um, Warp Tour. I was already, I think I was like a late teen, maybe, or early 20s. And I heard your voice again. And I thought, oh, yeah. I was like, hold on, what the fuck? I know that. And I did, I know that voice. And I ditched who I was with and I started running to the stage and it was you. But it was the action design. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. Your voice is just very recognizable. Very. And like That's I so said, cool. we'll support whatever the fuck you do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It could be a polka project. And maybe we'll be there. Maybe that'll be next. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You know what else might be kind of cool is like lullabies, but by you. Oh, that would be fun. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> uh, corn did Yeah. Right? <laughs> Corn sheets and ladders. They did. And they killed it. <laughs> Dang. Well, that was fun. Awesome. Shit. Um, wait, wait. Quick, oh, quick yes. little side thing. Okay. What? Now that I'm bringing that Don't up. Don't embarrass me. What? <laughs> no, it's not you. It's oh, okay. Me. Good. Um, <laughs> I was in middle school, and um, you know, we listened to corn. Me and my my friends, and we were all learning how to play instruments at that time. So, you know, we wanted to do something heavy for our talent show, and we actually <laughs> <laughs> ended up learning sheets and ladders. Because it was like kind of appropriate, you know, it's like, we're still kids doing a lullaby, but it's kind of hard. And you did it? Uh, We ended up not going on stage, but yeah, Yeah, I know, I know. I wish I would have had that. That's such a cool cover too. It was fun. Well, how about me and you learn it and we do it? Okay, I'll do the... There you go. I'll do the vocals. Okay. (laughs) Em, Em, would you like to do the vocals? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Imagine that. Oh shit. Corn version? Oh no. (laughs) anyways shit ah man anywho so we did send you a couple questions that we ask every guest on the podcast since i think one i want to say season two right we started yes ma'am and they've been a hit it's just like i feel like we get to know you guys on a whole different level with these questions and people listening too because they're not questions that everybody just asks anybody you know (laughs) right so yeah so we'll go ahead and start with um the first one if you can bring back any celebrity from the dead for a day, who would it be and why? Yeah, this was a really hard question for me. Um, I spent a lot of time thinking about this because one day, I mean, first of all, I'm assuming that the question is like, you know, bring them back for a day so they can hang out with me. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You you guys can do whatever you want. It's all up to you. Okay. Okay. So I can like, I, well, I think the only thing I thought of was like really questioning them because I would like to learn, you know, from, from a celebrity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at first I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I would bring back like, um, like a, a female vocalist from a previous era to find out what it was like. And I was thinking maybe like, uh, Billie Holiday or Patsy Cline. I've been thinking about her a lot lately. Um, but I kind of changed my mind because I'm more curious about 
someone okay i decided to choose david bowie i knew you that's were gonna say the that. short answer I, I <laughs> Did so. you? that is so weird i was waiting for i was like she's gonna say bowie for sure he's, he's like that a, is weird he's like a guest <laughs> favorite you know a lot. a lot of people have chosen him yeah mm-hmm. but i never well really... i was thinking that i because i'm not it's not like he's my favorite musician of all time mm-hmm. but he just had such a creative and vast and interesting career his entire life and that's kind of what I would I mean obviously I'm no David Bowie but like that would be that must have been a dream for him to just be able to continue to be creative and just kind of it seemed like he did whatever he wanted and that it was all awesome and uh, I would love to have him as a mentor for one day to just like find out what that was like. And, you know, what did he do when he doubted him? Did he ever doubt himself? Um, You know, how did he get past that? He obviously kept going and um, it just, it's impressive, you know, like everything that he did. I feel like I literally just said that maybe like five minutes ago that everything you do is badass and you're doing what you want. And it's kind of, I'm not saying you're David Bowie, obviously, but you just said you wanted to talk to him because he's doing that, but you're doing it too, dude. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're literally doing whatever, <laughs> that is the, true. whatever the fuck you want. You still have a following. That range though. That range though, once more. <laughs> but it's not just like in vocals, it's like in music genres. Yeah. You're all yeah. over the place. You can do punk. You can do you can do covers, but make them disco. Like you can do country now. Apparently, what the fuck? Yeah. So give yourself some credit. Maybe he'll ask you some questions. Well, thank you. That does make me oh, feel a little better. There's the crowd. There's the crowd. Oh wow. Oh my goodness, everybody. They're going crazy for you. They all agree. Oh, they're throwing their bras. Okay, summer down. Summer down. Summer down. <laughs> no, that was a really good answer. And honestly, I don't know why I knew you were going to say that, but I just knew. You did too, Liz? Yeah, I had a feeling. Right? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. That's kind of weird. <laughs> That's funny because it was really hard for me to think. I was just sitting there like thinking and thinking <laughs> and then you about said, that Billie question. Holiday, Patsy, and I'm like, nope, that's not your answer, though. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you for that one. Thank you. Next one. Okay, so question number two. If you were on death row or on your deathbed, what would you choose as your last meal? Yeah, this one was still hard because I love food so much (laughs) and I love almost all of it. Um, But I decided that one of my favorite things that I think would be very comforting, whether I was on death row or on my deathbed, would be a dish that my mom always made that is, um, that's like a family favorite that is rigat this dish that's uh, rigatoni with pepperoni? Oh, <laughs> it sounds so random, but um, it's really delicious. It's pretty simple. Um, it's like a sort of a one pot thing with rigatoni and obviously pepperoni and some t- chopped up tomatoes and onions and cream and a ton of garlic. And uh, I would want it with extra tomatoes and onions because that's how I like it when I make it I put a ton of that in there and I'd probably have a side of roasted broccoli because I do love veggies a lot and then I would have to have some sort of dessert because I am a sugar addict and I love baked goods so I would request some freshly baked chocolate peanut butter chip cookies. Oh my God. That sounds good. You know, it's funny. <laughs> that I, was great. I remember how much I love hate this question. Cause I'm, I'm always like, Oh yeah, that sounds great. And then my mouth's like, oh my God, I'm not eating right I'm now. I'm all drooling I on know. the mic. Good thing. This is my mic COVID and shit, you know, <laughs> but Liz, I don't think she answered what you always ask. Yeah. I mean, well, what are you washing all that food down with? <laughs> like, do what, you, kind of drink, oh, what kind of drink? What kind of beverage? Oh man, I did. I did not. I didn't even think of that at all. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I I mostly drink. See, I don't know if it would go with it. Mostly, I drink water. These are my three drinks. Would be either water, or black coffee, or a cocktail. And I think if I had to pick a cocktail, my favorite one would be. 
a Singapore sling. I don't know if you're into cocktails at all or what some is- sort of, let's just say a tiki drink. It's like, it's one of the, it's a tiki drink that's got like a bunch of different, the tiki drinks always have 50 ingredients, but um, it's a really good one. If you can get the stuff to make it at home, which is what I do, it's, it's so good. It's just really good. What's it called again? A Singapore sling. And it has 50 ingredients. Go ahead and name them all, please. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably probably like eight or ten ingredients. It's got um, gin, lime juice, pineapple juice, um, cherry liqueur. Um, What else? It probably has a cherry in it. Um, I can't remember. It's Benedictine, maybe some bitters. Wow. Some orange liqueur, probably. It's got like a, just a variety of, of ingredients and mm-hmm. it's, it's is, really delicious. Is that what you would choose? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Or the black coffee or the water. We can go with all three. It's fine. All three. I'm sure. Fuck, <laughs> it. Fuck it. Go out in style. You do you, girl. It's so fun. that works for me. Yeah, I'm into it. Damn. That was, mm. I love when people choose like homemade dishes, like that their mom made, their grandma made. We've, we've gotten a lot of those. It's, it's like, yeah, it's really warms nice. my, my black heart. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I was just thinking about the death, you know, the um, especially death row, mm-hmm. you know, if yeah. I'm like feeling good and I can eat whatever I want, I think I would just, that would just make me feel like really comforted, like everything's going to be okay, you know, and I'm, cause I'm reminiscing about my mom and growing up and being at home and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I feel it. My, my answer was one of my mom's dishes to her homemade tacos and tostadas. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. She, it's just like, I think it's something about that homemade dish that just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. doesn't matter where you are, like on your, on death row. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know? Totally. What was yours again? Yeah. Man, it switches up. <laughs> it changes. What uh, is it today? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Well, I mean, with the holidays just passing, I would probably say home cooked meals. Um, we actually just made tamales with my mom. Oh yeah. Uh, and, you know, for Christmas. So that was pretty fun. I think I just like that experience a lot, but the tamales were pretty good. Is that what you would choose? I'm going to choose that for today. For today? <laughs> yeah. Tamales are so good. That, I love them. I'm going to say that and your mom's tacos too, actually. Right? Yeah. They're just so good. I don't know what she does. I don't know. She doesn't do the homemade, I mean, um, the store-bought shells. She makes, literally makes everything from scratch. So And tostadas. And tostadas. It's just. And the way she like marinates the, the meat. The meat. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she oh, does sounds it. amazing. It's really good. Let's go right now. I know. She lives <laughs> up north, so it's, we can't just go whenever we want, but it's okay. <laughs> so shout out to the moms, right? Yes. Oh, there they are again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking time to answer those questions and really thinking about your answers. Um, I think you gave detail, which a lot of people don't. We have to, like, pull it out of them. That was great. <laughs> they're like roast beef sandwich and that's it and that's it <laughs> um, the pizza. we just we just spoke to um in the last episode nicolette from go baby go and we mentioned oh, cool. yeah we mentioned we were going to talk to you today and she was all excited she's like oh my god how cool like and it's just crazy talking to both of you from one week to the next it's like fuck like i don't know it's just a trip and i just can't thank you enough for for doing this with us it's just so much fun no, no problem at all. I'm I'm glad that it worked out. Finally. I am too. I feel like we've been trying to do this for um, a couple seasons now. <laughs> yeah. But here we are now. So thank you. Yes. So this podcast is called Scary Encounters. What do you have for us? Um, you gave me a little gist, but I kind of forgot what it was. <laughs> what, what's going on? Yeah. So my so uh, to tell your listeners the reason why I haven't been a guest until now is that I could not think of any scary encounters that I had. (laughs) I, I, I thought really long and hard and I just never, it it just took so long for it to come to me. And even the ones that I have are not that scary. (laughs) So it's, uh, I mean, I think that's why I couldn't remember them. It's like, Oh yeah, that one thing happened that one time and I actually have two. Um, but neither of them are very scary. Um, so I went to Savannah um, on a trip with my, now my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time. Um, and we went to, the first thing was we went 
to the, have you seen Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? No. Oh, okay. It's a movie that's set in Savannah. Okay. Um, and, and Savannah is, is uh, supposedly really haunted. Um, so you, you'd like it. You should go. Have you been? <laughs> no, never. I never even heard of it. Oh, what? Yeah, Savannah, Georgia. You should go. And do, they have so many ghost tours that I didn't do because ghosts scare me. <laughs> like, I totally believe in them and uh, they scare me. So we didn't do a ghost tour, but there are so many different ones. And every place you go, they talk about, like, restaurants and everywhere. They're like, this is where the pirate ghost lives in this oh, corner. <laughs> so <they're> like, <laughs> Basically, everything is uh, haunted there. Yes. Yeah. It's all yeah, about the land. Everything is haunted there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like a really big trading, uh, you know, it's like a port city, a really old port city. So there were lots of pirates there and stuff. So probably lots of murders. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so, so this movie, um, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, we went to a cemetery that's featured in that movie, which is why I mention it. Um, and I just love going to cemeteries in general. Uh, and there was one grave site there, like this little plot that was for a, a young girl who was like four, like three or four, I want to say. And, um, it told the whole story of her on her headstone and, um, we tried to take pictures of it and none of the pics, they all were like just white. Like you couldn't Mm. take a picture of her grave site. Wow. Which is just, yeah, just kind of weird and creepy, but um, she must have not wanted pictures taken. No pictures, of her. please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like they just came out like literally just a white, you know, like you took a picture of a whiteboard or something. Would you happen to have any of those pictures? Um, I do somewhere, I think. I could look. I okay. could look. This was a, a while. It was probably like. 2008 oh, okay. so it might be hard to find them <laughs> but oh, yeah. I can look if I come across them I will send them to you okay awesome. cool and you said that it kind of gave a little story about her does did it tell how she passed yeah away? I don't it did but I don't quite remember I think I think it was from illness oh, okay because um, it was a it's a really old cemetery yeah um but it, I mean it, it was it was definitely like a I wonder I bet I could find it out because it was a, it was the type of cemetery where there are lots of regular headstones and graves, and then there are some that are like kind of more special, you know? Yeah, like, like more more elaborate, like or the there's a ones. story. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh. yeah, and hers. It's not like she had a huge monument, but it was obvious that she was there was something about her that was special, and I just can't remember what I should have tried to look it up before this interview. It's <laughs> okay. But, uh, but yeah, I can try and find it. That is crazy. Um, afterwards. You, you know what kind of stuck out to me is you don't like ghosts. You're scared of them, but you like hanging out in cemeteries? <laughs> I know. I know. I was going to say, I know that's a weird combo. I'm like, but I, I don't feel like there's usually ghosts in cemeteries. I don't know. I don't think that's where they hang out. Well, maybe you know? not ghosts, but definitely like, um, what's well, the word? Spirits? Entities? Um, I mean... I don't think every single person that's buried is going to be at their no. cemetery. Maybe I mean, the ones that haven't moved on yet. I don't know. I, I mean, guess that's a. Sayasha, we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> One of our friends um, is a uh, shaman, uh, like a Reiki master, psychic medium, mm-hmm. all of the above. Oh, cool. And she hangs out in cemeteries quite often to um, literally communicate with people who haven't moved on yet to help them move on. Oh, move okay. On. Yeah. So. Um, from the story she's told us, there are some that are kind of like stuck that need help to move to the other side. So she kind of visits some cemeteries, local ones, and just sits there and they come to her, you know, in whatever, however way she, she does her thing. But, mm-hmm. um, it's a trip. Cemeteries are very That's cool. Yeah. Cemeteries are very interesting. And Lots they're of different just, stories and it's, yeah. Timelines. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, I, I love them. What makes you love them? Why do you like hanging out in them? What, like, how do you feel in them? Uh, well, I grew up across the street from a cemetery. Ah. Um, like my house was literally just right across the street. 
and um, my my grandparents actually owned the uh, the funeral home in our town. Oh, so I have kind of always been around death in a way, and um, you would think that that would actually make me more comfortable with ghosts, but I think it just makes me believe in them more and feel more scared about them because I really think they're kind of everywhere. But I've never felt, like, threatened by ghosts in a cemetery. It's just they always seem so peaceful to me, even though it's sad, you know. I mean, you, you see people grieving, and, of course, I have people buried in cemeteries, and... um. It just, I don't know. There's just something really um, peaceful and and beautiful about them to me. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that too. A lot of people think, oh, it's just scary and ghosts. And, you know, they it, they kind of have a bad rep. But if you really think about it, all these people are put at rest. Mm-hmm. And at, they're at peace now, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, the landscape's all beautiful. Um, I mean... It's a beautiful place. We mm-hmm. we recently went to um, up north to visit my family and my nephew. He passed away at um, age eight, and he just got a new oh. yeah. He just got a new headstone, so we went to visit him to see it, and it was awesome. But we kind of just sat there, and I was looking around, and I'm thinking, wow, like it was a beautiful day too. It was me and my family and Liz, and we j- we kind of take blankets and just sit there in front of his grave and just reminisce or whatever and memories and. And I'm thinking, like, mm-hmm. I just feel, I felt, um, like you said, peaceful. I felt peaceful, and I felt that happy for the people there because they were at, they were resting, and they were at, pe- you know, peaceful. I'm pretty sure that he wanted to let us know that he was happy we were there. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, the the gravestone next to him, um, what was hanging or something, or or the the vase just fell over. No, it, it was what actually was it? on on his. Um, was it on his yeah oh i don't even remember and it kind of just like fell over there was no wind there was nothing and i was like um it just fell over like oh wow yeah like some flowers just tipped over on his and we were like oh (laughs) like hi like he was like i'm here yeah Yeah. Uh uh-huh yeah and um (laughs) that's awesome i remember being like oh and i looked at your mom and she just smiled she's like he's here and i'm like oh stuff like that always happens to us um it's me my mom and my two sisters and we always get we're constantly reminded that the a piece of his spirit is still with each of us, you know. Um, mm-hmm. We're firm believers in that. He was just so special to all of us in different ways. So um, I'm sure he's still like, hey, what's up? I'm still here. You know, he just makes it because there's always times where we go through shit and we just want some comfort. So he's always there to remind us that he's he's there to comfort us. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. C- but cemeteries, yes, they are very peaceful. And it's not weird that you like them. <laughs> it actually makes sense because if you uh, you grew across the street from them um it's like you've been around it so you've been accustomed to familiarize yeah, with it exactly yeah uh, actually my mom grew, yeah. grew up across the street from a cemetery as well and i remember like she had pretty much like similar stories like yeah. she, oh interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. and then you yeah said- i also like i also like being able to see like i like seeing the like just kind of strolling through and and just being there to, to see the other people's gravestones who don't have visitors, you know, just yeah. to kind of like, I don't do anything elaborate or anything, but I'm just like, I think they're happy that when people walk by and like notice them and stuff, you know, On, yeah, totally. Actually. Yeah. The, yeah. my nephews, I call her his neighbor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gravestone next to him, her name was Guadalupe and it was so sad because her gravestone was just full of weeds mm-hmm. and just messy and just, you could barely read it. Like it was just really bad. So I got up and I cleaned it up. I pulled out all the weeds. I, I just made it presentable and, mm-hmm. and wiped I just felt, yeah, I wiped it down. It was nice and clean when we left. And I just felt like, okay, cool. Like if you're going to be my nephew's roommate, like you got to look good too, you know? Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I totally understand. I think we're like, Ooh, Guadalupe look good. She did look good afterwards. <laughs> Gave her a little haircut, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's, um, a lot of people don't believe in the whole spiritual stuff, but um, I do. I'm a firm believer. It sounds like you are too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I, as far as being like scared of ghosts, I'm, I'm not scared of, you know, I wouldn't be scared of like 
a nephew or someone that I know isn't like haunting me, you know, (laughs) I'm more, I am more scared of, uh, any like angry ghosts that are, that are, that are angry at being trapped here or, you know, whatever they're angry about. (laughs) Right. Cause they do exist. And then the whole like demonic stuff and all that, obviously that stuff is extremely scary. I got the chills. Yeah. (laughs) And that exists too. There's good and evil and everything. That's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. What else you got for us? I'm good and cat is evil. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so the second the second uh the second thing was on that same trip and this was a little more fun and not I mean the photo thing wasn't I wasn't scared by either of these things, but they were encounters, I guess you could yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um the second thing was we were actually walking through a separate cemetery at at night which was like creepy in a fun way and um because there's one kind of like in the middle of town that we had to walk through to get back to our place and I saw this tree that was sort of lit in just a really weird unique kind of way and it just looked like a really interesting tree and for some reason I felt compelled to take a photo of this tree and I took my camera out and was looking through it and saw this light in the tree that was almost like, it was almost orb-like, a small, a small light. And um, it looked really weird. And I couldn't, I could only see it through the camera. And... Uh, like, you know, I put the camera down, like, uh, I don't see it. Is it gone? And I put the camera back up and it's there. And then it's moved in a really unnatural way from one part of the tree to like a higher up further part of the tree. That was just like, that's, you know, cause I'm looking at it thinking, is it a light from behind the tree? Like maybe it's someone's window and then it just moved to a different part of the tree in a dramatic way. <laughs> Whoa. So, so you're, yeah. you're saying like an orb? Yeah. It was like, I mean, when I was looking at it, I was, I felt really confident that it was some sort of spirit because it just, um, it's, the tree itself caught my eye for no reason at all. And then when I went to take a picture of it, um, it was just a strange looking light. And it was only visible through the camera. And I'm so sad that I wasn't like filming because I would have actually caught the movement. I'm going to look, you know, if I, if I can find the photos from that trip, then I will see um, if I have photos of that. That would be really awesome to supplement your podcast. I would. (laughs) Yeah. It's doubtful that I will find them because. I have so many like various hard drives with old photos everywhere, but, um, but I'm going to look. Okay, cool. So did you feel, so you think it was a spirit. You don't think it was like anything like extraterrestrial or anything like that, right? That crossed my mind. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I just assumed cause I was in a cemetery, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just thought, I thought, and you know, Savannah being so like ghost centric, I just mm-hmm. figured, Oh, that's right. I'm in Savannah, so I'm going to see, you know, if it's, if there's something weird, it's probably a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty crazy how you couldn't see it with your naked eye, but with the, with technology, you know? With a yeah. Well, that's usually how it happens, yeah. right? The person taking a picture doesn't see uh, the apparition in the photo, but like once the photo has been developed, you, yeah. you're like, wait, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like the, yeah. the camera usually captures something. That's pretty interesting. I wonder what that was. Maybe it was a little girl. Maybe. She's all, hey, stop She's taking pictures. Following of us. Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of um speaking of extraterrestrial, do you believe in do you believe in that? Do believe I totally in do. You do? I, yes, for mm-hmm. sure. I feel like I feel like um the universe is too big mm-hmm. for there not to be sure. other life out there. That's what I say too. Like, come on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way we, our planet is so, 
I mean, obviously it is unique, but like it can't be that unique with how big the universe is. Right. Agreed. We've had some um, guests on the show who have seen, you know, who have had extraterrestrial sightings. I think uh, Bonnie from Death Valley Girls was on here oh, that's right. last season. And she, she was saying that she saw a UFO with a, at a party with several people. Everybody saw it, you know. And Oh, wow. Um, we also had someone else write in like a close to home encounter and she said that she was, she believed she was abducted and, um, Oh wow. It was a trip. It was a trip, honestly. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this story, but, uh, there was one time where I was, uh, talking to my dad and he's big on the whole UFO thing and extraterrestrials. Um, so there was one day where I'm hanging out in my room. My mom's like, Liz, come outside. Hurry. Your dad's calling you. I was like, well, what's up? Just tell me. So like, just come outside. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm walking out and I see my dad looking up into the, you know, into the sky with this like grin on his face. And I'm like, what are you looking at? So I look up and there's like 12 different red lights in the sky. And well, yeah, like, it was crazy. Cause I was like, oh my God. Were and they my, like information or they were a little scattered, but they were just I, I've never seen anything like that before. Hmm. And me and my dad were just staring at it. And one by one, each light just started kind of fading out. Oh. And it was just, it was a trip. I don't know if anyone from uh, the Baldwin Park area or 626 area, if you guys have experienced things like that before, uh, please reach out. I'd like to. Or any area. Yeah, actually. Any area. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But for that specific one, the red lights. Yeah, I was in Baldwin Park for that one. So. Yikes. Yeah. So you've seen them. I guess so. Well, shit. <laughs> it was kind of family. crazy. <laughs> yeah. She always says they're my family, which they, they probably are. I look like one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are firm believers here in this home of um, UFOs and ETs. Um, like you said, I agree. I always say that too. This universe is so big. You're going to tell me we're the only living beings besides animals yeah. and such that exist. Then there's other That's so unlikely. Come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the people who don't believe in them, I respect you too. Everybody has their own opinions, you know. Their own yeah. experiences. Yeah. Their own experiences too. Yeah, it's just. But yeah, we've had crazy stories about abduction, about sightings, about just crazy shit. I live with one. <laughs> just kidding. Which is me. <laughs> She's talking about me. <laughs> so if you, um, dude, um, this means so much to us, like I said already, um, we appreciate you making time for this. We know you're busy. No problem with at all. And we're here to promote you in any way we can. Let us know if you have any shows or anything coming up. We're down to put some links in your episode bio and all that. We'll put your Patreon definitely and your Twitch, mm-hmm. Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, all of yeah. I'd above. love to see. I'd love to see more people coming to. Uh, well, you know, pa- Patreon and Twitch. I'm just really enjoying both of them because. I get to really connect with people and it's awesome. It's people, people are, they're couples, they're both a little bit different from each other. Patreon's a little more um, involved and in depth Mm -hmm. and Twitch is a little more casual, but you can just like come show up to a Twitch stream and request a tsunami bomb song or an action design or survival guide. And, um, it's just, it's super fun. That's so rad. So you still do cover action design, tsunami bomb, all that. You still do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I decided to just like, cause I know that, you know, I mean, that's what people know me from is, is from tsunami bomb. And I'm not trying to like cover the songs or, I mean, I, I wrote the lyrics, you know? Yeah. So exa- I do. It's your song technically. Yeah. It's part of yeah. your song, part of yours too. So that's dope. Yeah. So I, I do, I do whatever songs I've written. And then I actually do some um, some covers as well, like some random covers <laughs> on my song list. We don't have a Twitch, but I think we're about to sign up after this. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's so fun. Because I have a couple of requests. I know. Okay? I'm going to request the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, what would you request from, uh, like, my stuff? Because I'm, I'm, like, I would love to eventually learn all of my own songs. You know, I can I can sing them all a cappella, but I need some music to go, so I kind of have to learn them all. Dude, but um, acapella is so pick? dope, though. I would love to hear your acapella. I don't even care what you're singing. Um, but when it comes <laughs> to let's see, the action design, um, I personally love Connect Disconnect. 
That's my favorite. Okay, I haven't learned that one yet. That's on my list. Really? I've gotten okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've gotten that request, but I haven't. That's haven't my learned personal favorite. Um, as far as Sinali Bomb shit, I know literally every song. Um, I would have to <laughs> say the first one that came to mind, um, Al Diablo is obviously dope. Oh, okay. I can do that one. Have you not yet? No, I have. Oh, I have, you have been doing that you one. You have. Okay. Yeah. Let me get you then. Let me get you. Um, I had a, lo- a lot of fun covering uh, Not Forever. Oh, oh, fun. Yes, we did. That's awesome. We did. It was a good time. That was an old school one. We're in a all-female punk band, so we do um, nothing but covers. And we did Not Forever. We do Susie and the Banshees, X, X Respect, stuff like that. Yeah, and we donate all the money that we make from every show to different charities. So we have mm-hmm. fun, and then we still get to help out. So it's been a, a lot of fun with that. That's awesome. Okay, I have one for you. Okay. No good, very bad day. Okay, yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Wait. No, I do have that one. Because I, that one actually was a, a Plinky song, yeah. which is the, yeah, you know about Plinky. Damn, I sure do. Come on. <laughs> I sure do. Damn it. Okay. So yeah, since that since that was a plinky song, I actually wrote the bass on that. So I do that one on bass. Oh fuck. Okay. Um Marionette. You don't do that. Oh no, I certainly don't. I haven't done that one. Then there <laughs> that you go. is a way. That's a that's a super deep cut. <laughs> there you go. Now you have homework. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah. And well, I do, you know, I don't, I, I haven't learned not, uh, not forever yet. So okay. I do need to do that one too. Dang. That one. That's a good that one. one. That one's actually really, really fun to do. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. Now I'm all excited. I'm all shaky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all hot. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Anyways, dude, again, thank you so much for making time for us, um, for sharing your, your stories. For making our day. Making our day. Oh, thanks for having me. Making us want to join Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There they are again. Last one, you guys. Simmer down. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways, we hope you have a good night. We hope to see you soon. Hopefully when you guys, when you do shows here in LA, we'll be there for sure. Oh, definitely. 100%. Mm -hmm. Front and center, baby. Again, again, if you ever need anything from us, we're here for you. And we support anything you do. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. And anybody tuning in, thank you for listening. Tune in next Thursday for some more scary stories and cheese <laughs> This episode of Scary Encounters is brought to you by Anchor, podcasting made easy. Anchor.fm. Mortis Viventi, the last authentic music brand dedicated to helping musicians and promoting music. MortisViventi.com. HJ Tidy, Night Terror Publishing. Step into the bizarre world of H.J. Tidy, who is committed to introducing his readers to some of the most unusual, darker variety of true stories. Nightterrorpub.com Sayasha Gianna, cosmic shaman, psychic medium, multidimensional healer, animal whisperer, teacher of empaths, healers, and starseeds. Are your encounters hitting too close to home? Contact Sayasha Gianna. Patreon.com slash Sayasha. Voided. Spooky artist who offers hand-painted, one-of-a-kind items, spooky pins, prints, stickers, and more. Lost in a void of what is dead. Voided.com